I'm a really good top. <laughs> That's literally when I started hitting recording, you said that. Wait, really? But when I hit record, you said I'm a really good top. So that's on here now. Okay, that's cool. That's on the record. Well, I want everybody to know I'm a really good top. Yeah, just don't dance with him, people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> question for you what it's really more of a comment okay i don't know why i said it was a question at all there is no question involved here <laughs> this feels like how you start every conversation <laughs> i have a question for you and it's really just you listening to me talk yeah just here's my question for you can you shut the fuck up and let me talk for a while at you by the way so it occurred to me this has been bothering me this okay. has really been bothering me for a while when we recorded our poltergeist discussion about the legendary Tangina Barons. At one point, we talk about her country western outfit with the blue fringe. Yep. And I say she's a Dolly Parton fan. And then I move on from it mm-hmm. when what I should have done mm-hmm. was this. I should have immediately gone, Carol Ann, Carol Ann, Carol Ann, Carol Ann, I'm begging of you, don't go to the light, right? I should have done that. And I'm then I did. So glad you got that out of your And system. I've been fucking it's been seriously, that song has been going through my head for like weeks now. It won't stop. Well and now I got it out. Now that you have it on record, are you okay? <laughs> this again? brain is clean. <laughs> <laughs> so earlier today when you were like the last few days have just not been great. Is it because of that? It's the only <laughs> the reason. only reason. It has nothing to do with anxiety, depression, ADHD, or the or state Anya, of the world, or the state of the world. <laughs> no, it's just because you had the Carol Ann Jolene. I just had Carol Ann Jolene in my head, and I fucking finally got it out. I'm really happy for you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Hi. <laughs> Hi, and welcome back to Look Good no, for the I Boys. No, I want to say it. What? No, I just. Hi, and welcome <sighs> back to Look Good for the Boys. Welcome back implies they've been here before. Are you new? Who here is new? Welcome. Raise your fucking hand. Tell us your name, where you're from, and something interesting about you. If you could you. be any color. Yep. Look good for the boys. A horror gossip podcast. I'm Philip. I'm Andy. You know what you should do? If you haven't, for one, Merry Christmas. If, oh, yeah. Merry Christmas. If you celebrate that. Yeah. If you care. If yeah. you don't, then... Hey, happy 25th of December. It's just yeah, another day for you. It's just another day. Hope it's a good one. Yeah. We never said happy Hanukkah. Oh, oh, that was, was so long ago. Hanukkah was so long ago. We never no, said it. No, we did. We did just we? didn't release the episode in which oh, we that's said right. happy we Hanukkah. Did say so just it. so you know, anybody who celebrates Hanukkah, we did tell you happy Hanukkah, then we just didn't release we an just episode. didn't release the episode. <laughs> that's anti-Semitic. You're right. I'm, I'm so, so sorry. sorry. We will do better. Uh, that was the sexiest, I'm so sorry, we Unison. said it the exact same yeah, time. Yeah, that was yeah. not planned. Yeah, we just had a threesome with the listener. <laughs> a little apology threesome. <laughs> the apology threesome. 
<laughs> Look, I would love to get a threesome as an apology at some point. If you've wronged me, <laughs> reach out. Find with... somebody else who was also wronged, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> if you haven't got us a gift, and don't worry, you don't need to get us a gift. But if you want to get us a gift, mm-hmm. you can go to wherever you got this podcast and you can rate us with a high rating and review us with a kind review. Mm-hmm. And you can subscribe if you haven't subscribed. Those are all great presents for us. You can also find us on Twitter at Look Good Number Four Boys, Look Good Four Boys, mm-hmm. and follow us. Mm-hmm. You can also follow us on Instagram at Look Good for the Boys. The words for the yeah. Look Good for the Boys. You can follow <laughs> us there too. Those are both great Christmas presents. Yeah, and then the, when you say the word for, it's F O R, not the yeah. word for the number four F O U R. That would be or weird. Would that be so weird? F O R E like before. Look good that would for be the boys, F-O-U-R. Yeah. Well, if there were four of us, it would make sense. That'd but there are There's only, only two, two of us. Yeah. Yeah, so those are all great Christmas presents. <laughs> I'll also just accept cash. Do we have an email? Yeah, Venmo me $35, then <laughs> I'll tell 35. you. 35? I want $100. Jeez, someone thinks fucking highly of themselves. I do. I'm. I, look, I'm not going to undervalue myself. I know my worth. I'm pretty much always just at a $35 yeah, whatever, always, whatever, whatever, whatever it, is, it is, I'll do anything. Anything for you 35. want to do, it costs thirty five dollars. Yeah, that just sounds like that sounds like a fair number to me for most things. Okay, see, I start at a hundred and it goes up from there. A hundred is just like give me money. My God. <laughs> okay. You want you want me to talk to you? One fifty. Okay. Well, I'd be like saying like, okay, if you want to know what I thought of, <laughs> uh, I don't know, a movie this year. If you want my top ten list of the year, thirty five dollars. Venmo. I'm not. I don't have Cash App, and I'd, I'd prefer not PayPal as yeah, well. I don't I mean, really like to go through PayPal. PayPal. Yeah. Sorry, PayPal. Don't come at us. Don't apologize to PayPal. Do we have an email address? Yeah. What is it? I don't know our email address. Wait, really? Yeah. Okay. So clearly, listeners, I'm the one in charge of our email. <laughs> Do you address. check our email? Yes, all the time. Oh, okay. I've, I don't know what what it is. We don't get any emails. All okay. we get are just like, I don't know, ads and spam and people wanting us to pay them to promote our podcast. That's it. Oh. It's look good for the boys, all spelled out like the words that it, it's supposed to be at Gmail. Look okay. good for the boys at Gmail. Not even not look good for the boys podcast. Just look good for the boys at, at Gmail. Gmail. Wow, yeah. we got that. We, Nobody else has yeah. that. All yeah. right. We're the that, was, that was like the first thing I did. As soon as we decided we we're doing this podcast, that night I went and I took everything. That's right. I took our website, Twitter, Instagram, Gmail. OnlyFans. <laughs> Pornhub. Pornhub. <laughs> uh, FarmersOnly.com. Uh, yep, all of them. <laughs> now that we've said that, somebody else is going to go take TikTok. our Pornhub. Oh God! I gotta Don't do that tonight. I gotta hub. get on our Pornhub. Okay, you get, we, well, look, our profile across all social media has to be consistent. Yeah, right. We can't have anyone on Pornhub giving the look good for the boys brand a bad name. <laughs> like no, like I, want, in, I want control over our Pornhub. I want to make sure we're nobody's on there liking fucking step sibling videos with our fucking brand. I'm sorry. What's wrong with step sibling videos? Oh my God. <laughs> Should we have this conversation? Yes, I want to, actually. I don't want to have this conversation. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Merry Christmas, step bro. <laughs> I'm, I'm stuck in the chimney. What? So, okay, what's it's Christmas. Before we get to the matter at hand, I feel like we should talk a little bit about holiday movies. Because holiday horror is a big thing. Mm-hmm. 
And we've already talked a little bit about it. It's, we've already talked a little bit about it. And we're going to talk some more about you'll it. You'll notice we're only doing the Silent Night, Deadly Night movies this holiday season on this podcast. We're not covering the Black Christmas three-way. We're not getting into the any of the Christmas proto-slashers like Christmas Evil and uh, Don't Open Till Christmas, which is great. We're not talking about any Krampus-related thing. No, we don't have any elves, no rare exports. No, and none of those like holiday horror movies that aren't really about the holiday, you know, not counting Silent Night, Deadly Night 4, but you <laughs> yeah. know, we're not doing like The Children or Bloodbeat or Inside. I think that's enough of what we're not doing. I just want to list everything we're not doing. There's so much okay, more. We're going to list still, every so movie that has Christmas in it that we're not talking about. <laughs> but what's your favorite holiday horror movie? No, obviously not counting. Black Christmas, because that's... that's it's just the go-to it's answer, the Black go-to. Christmas. Yeah, that's number one. The original, yeah. 1974. 1974. is my favorite holiday horror that is not a Silent Night, Deadly Night, or a Black Christmas movie? Yes, that's my question to you. You know, would you count Gremlins? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah? Yeah, there's monsters in it, right? True. And it does have a lot of death. I, I think that's... <laughs> People fucking die in that yeah. movie. It's such a dark film. Yeah. I just, I fucking love that movie so much. And I have since I was a little, little kid. Yeah. Uh, what's yours? I don't know. There's so many. It's always hard to say. Yeah. Yeah. I get tripped up a little bit. I love Bloodbeat a lot. I am a huge fan of Bloodbeat because it's a Christmas movie about the ghost of a vengeful samurai in Wisconsin. <laughs> Rural Wisconsin, I should add. I love that. It's great. Uh, but I don't know. I also really love the 2006 Black Christmas yeah. A big fan of that. I mean, I did just say no black Christmases. Okay, so yeah. Because <laughs> I would have also said 2006. Well, yeah, I mean, we'll... <laughs> but also, I mean, I'm not shaming anybody here. Black Christmas 2006 is great, and I'm glad that a lot of people are talking about it, but everybody's talking about it this year, so I it's, don't really feel the need it's to. It's so funny because I feel like for years, no one was giving that movie a fair shake, and I was. And I even did a bonus episode of Bunk 237 mm-hmm. last year. They asked me to to talk about it. Because I fucking love that movie, and no one else was. And now I feel like everybody this year is like... Yeah, everybody's giving it a, a second chance you know, and this I'm, year. And I'm, that makes me happy, because mm-hmm. yeah, I, I do absolutely. think that movie deserves the Jennifer's Body revisit. Yep. But also, I was there first, so <laughs> give me some respect. Can I just tell you real quick that I would say my viewing of Black Christmas 2006 ranks in probably my top 10, maybe even top 5 favorite film-going experiences. And I'll just tell you really quick why. So I went to see it on New Year's Day with some friends that I had been partying with the night before on New Year's. So hungover. The most hungover I had been up to that point oh, in Oh, really? Life. Wow, that's weird. New Year's Day hungover? Can't yeah, imagine. Shocking. So all I could manage to do was to drag myself to the theater to see Black Christmas. And it was, I don't know, there's something about the look of that movie and the colors of it and the, the you know, music, of course, that it was just a very comforting movie for yeah. me being yeah, yeah, hungover yeah. Yeah. on New Year's Day. That movie, you really do feel the color temperature mm-hmm. when you watch it. Like if that movie wants you to feel cold, you feel cold. If that movie wants you to feel warm, you feel warm. Yeah. It's, it's wild to me the way that it's how well lit. I mean, that's one of my favorite aspects of that movie, honestly, is the, the, the so look you, of it. You actually were on the Black Christmas 2006 is good actually train before I was. Because when I saw it in the theater, I fucking hated it. Because I was trying to measure it against the 1974, which is silly. Just don't do that. Right. And as its own, it, it's, it's a lot of fun. 
Well, and I think that's where I stood even back then. And I think I even told you this because you were yeah. so angry about yeah. it that I was like, well, it was fun. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm honestly, I'm glad I saw it. And I was probably a real dick about it, too. I was probably like, how dare you have fun? <laughs> I think my favorite is Bloodbeat, though. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard to say. What's your, sorry, what's your favorite non-horror holiday movie? Your favorite Christmas movie that's not horror? That's super easy. Yeah? It's always Christmas Vacation. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I that's watch it every year. so good. What is your favorite non-horror holiday movie? Prancer. Oh, which you just found I just got Goodwill. a DVD of it at Goodwill. I fucking love that movie. Merry fucking Christmas to you. Yeah. Prancer. So good. Okay. So good. It's so good. Um, okay. So we are actually here to finish up our Hot or Not Alive, Silent Night, Deadly Night. Yeah. Yeah. We. So we, if you haven't listened to the first one of these... It just came out a few days ago. It's kind of like the Silent Night, Deadly Night series where you don't really need to go back and listen to it, (laughs) but you should. Why not? Yeah. Well, and I'm not going to go over the rules and stuff again, which we do in the last one. So, you know, if you want to know what we're talking about beyond just, hey, we're ranking the hotness of the victims. You're not going to, you're not going to, in the spirit of the season, even, you're not going to say, hey, here's what a hot or not alive is. You know what? I actually respect that. (laughs) <laughs> we need a little bit of we need a little bit of scrooginess sometimes. Yeah. And I also I don't want to waste anybody's time. We did this a few days ago. Oh man, you know what we should do next year? What? Christmas Carol evaluation. Like, Adaptations of a Christmas Carol. It's a fucking horror story. Uh, yeah, but is it one that I really care about? I do. I like a Muppets Christmas Carol. Yeah, that one's good. Mm-hmm. That one's great. Yeah. All right, we covered Silent Night Deadly Night parts 1 through 3 earlier this week. And now we're here on Christmas Day to bring you the conclusion with the final three films. And our top ten. And the top ten. So where are we at now? So now we are on Silent Night, Deadly Night 4, Initiation. And now we're off the map. Yeah. Now we're off the Ricky trilogy. The Caldwell slash Chapman trilogy is come to a close, and we are now firmly in the territory of what would have happened with the Halloween movies if they'd kept going after Halloween 3 with anthology stuff. Yep. With the next two anyway. Yeah. It's like if Halloween had two Halloween threes. And then nothing after. And then a shitty remake that doesn't have anything to do with it. But the Silent Night, Deadly Night 3 is funny because even it is not anything like the two movies that came before it. It's trying to do something very different. Right. But in doing that is doing a very much by the numbers slasher kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And then we're back and forward and now it's Brian Usna. And so it's like, well, (laughs) we'll see what happens. Yep. And it's... We should just focus on the characters. Yeah. Uh, We're here to rank the victims. I just wanted to address that really quick, is that if you haven't seen Silent Night, Deadly Night 4 and 5, you should, because they're very different movies. Yes. They're a lot of fun, and they have absolutely nothing to do with the first three. Yeah. And Silent Night, Deadly Night 4 barely has anything to do with Christmas. Yeah, barely. It might as well not be a Christmas movie. I think it's just like some decorations and a throwaway line about it being Christmas Eve at one point. Yeah. Is the only connection. So the first person to die is... I mean, I, I, I don't even want to name this character. I just oh, want to say okay. unnamed character that falls off the roof. Well, we could name her by her actual name, not what it says on the paper. Yeah. And no one would know what we're talking about. Right. Lily. Oh, that's her name. Yeah, her name's Lily. By the time you hear that, though, you already know who she is. Right. So. And you never even see her face. No, you never. So she, she's a big old DQ. Yeah. <laughs> big DQ. Big old DQ. I mean, you kind of get some information about her later, but it's from an unreliable source. Yes. And yeah, you never see her. You see her, half of her's on fire when you see her. So yeah, she's hot because she's literally on fire. 
<laughs> yeah, I love that her chalk drawing, the legs are all just uh, <laughs> just like burnt out. Burnt out legs, yeah. It's a great scene. Mm-hmm. And it's a great way to start a movie. Yep. And it it's kind of a noir thing going on here. This movie is a it's a folk horror cult themed noir. Yes. With body horror elements. It's so weird. It's so fucking it's weird. I love it movie. so much. So the next person to die is Hank. So much time in this movie passes between Lily's death and Hank's death. Like yeah. there's like an it's, hour. It's, it's an, an hour, yeah. yeah of and so much happening. Yeah. It's so cool. But Hank's hot, but Hank sucks. Hank is not irredeemable though. Okay. He ends up doing the things that Kim wanted him to do. True. Yeah. Like he tries to make amends for the shitty things he does. We get that scene with Hank and his family and we see how shitty his fucking family is. Oh my God, his family's the worst. Which we will get to pretty quick here. But he does end up asking for the story to go to Kim. He does like end up kind of like, I think, trying to atone for his shitty family and be there for Kim and be better for her and be present for her. And that scene where he dies, he's trying to protect her. Yeah. And it happens right after she does a bunch of weird, shitty things. True. Because at this point in the film... Hank is almost our protagonist because Kim is kind of unreliable now yeah. as a narrator. Well, she's been sort of taken over. Taken over by an, a, a force. Yeah. And yeah, I think Hank is, I think he make. I think he's top drawer. Really? I really do. Uh, he looks so good in that turtleneck. <laughs> he does. You know what? I have to give it to you specifically again because of what I said at the beginning that personality weighs less and he is hot. Yeah. And that sex scene between them at the beginning in the hotel mm. is really fun. Yeah. It's like, this movie feels so grounded for mm-hmm. being about a bunch of crazy shit. And I love Hank because he's a complex character. Because yeah, when he starts out, you're like, oh, fuck this, fuck guy. this guy. What a piece of shit. What a scumbag. And then... You're right. He does slowly he make arc. his way back. Yeah, yeah he, he has, has an, an arc. arc. So Okay, top drawer. Yeah. You know who's not top drawer? Fucking Gus. Gus. What a piece of shit. Hank's, Hank's dad. Hank's, Hank's shitty. Shitty. Anti-Semitic. Yeah. So Misogynist. Rude. Alcoholic. Alcoholic. Probably homophobic. Probably racist, let's be honest. Yeah. I mean, if he's already all those other things. Yeah, I mean, if he's already talking shit about there? Hanukkah. Nobody talks shit about Hanukkah and then doesn't have shit to say about everybody else. Yeah, like, right? Yeah, no, fuck Gus. He's Gus is closed casket. Closed casket for sure. He's a piece of shit, and when he dies, he deserves it. Yeah, he totally deserves it. And Hank's mom is just an enabler. I don't even know that she's dead. We do not get confirmation that she died in that fire. Because we leave the fire right after... and. The Ricky, whole house is burning down, and you do see that, that she had been attacked. She had been attacked, but she fled. We don't know where she went after Ricky knocked her down or whatever. Yeah, so you think we just don't rank her? I think we don't rank her. I think she's DQ because we that. don't know that she's... We don't know. I mean, we can... Honestly, because of the events of the next film, we can assume that she's dead, because I feel like Kim wouldn't still be hanging out with Lonnie if hank's mom is out there well but you could also argue that's not the same kim and lonnie that's alternate dimension kim and lonnie. <sighs> it's so fucking weird but she has a line where she says you wouldn't believe what i've been through it's almost definitely got to be about this movie <laughs> maybe i mean i'm you know i'm drawing conclusions there but it's hard to say i don't know i i think hank's mom she's a J doe yeah. at best yeah but we don't rank her because we don't know yeah. we do know ricky's dead though we sure know Ricky's dead. There's no surviving that. Yeah. Unless the Ricky in the next movie is him back from the dead again. But that's why I'm saying that it's an alternate dimension. We still also don't know if this is Ricky from the previous film. Yeah. I I mean, I don't think it is. I no. think it's just somebody named Ricky. Yeah. Who's just working for the coven. 
Yep. Because he got his bubble head fixed. <laughs> so where do we put Ricky? He's Ricky's a tough one. Yeah. Because he's kind of endearing. But he's also... He, he doesn't want to kill Hank. Yeah. But he doesn't really regret it. He's just like, well, I, I had to. He didn't understand when I said she had to come with me. He's got something wrong with him, though. Yeah. I, I think he's disqualified. Yeah. He does save Kim at the end. Yeah. And he's the reason Kim doesn't him. die. And that's what kills him. So he sacrifices himself. So he's a sweetheart, but he's either disqualified. I think he's disqualified. Yeah, because there's something wrong with that. See, this was a quick movie. We just yeah. disqualify everybody. Yeah, right. But watch it. If you haven't seen it, it's so fucking good. It's so it, weird. It it's is, so crazy. It's really interesting. It really, the apartment invasion scene. It's a lot. It's is so much. There's so much that happens and there's so much going on. It also has a scene of them watching part three. Silent yep. Night. There are on three, TV. Three, there are three installments of this series where characters are watching the events of a previous film like it's a piece of media in their world. What's the third? It's part two? In part five. It's very brief. Oh, it is super brief. It's super brief. And you can't and tell what it you, is, though. You, can you just tell, hear the words, Killer Santa. It's this scene. It's Ricky watching the scene from part three in the room, in the apartment in part four, saying, it's Killer Santa. Oh my God, it's, you're right. It's this scene is the scene that he's watching in part five that's, on TV. That's insane. I was it's trying to figure so, out and you're right. You're right, so it is. wild. So then what they're watching on TV is Ricky in the fourth movie watching, watching the, the third, third movie, movie on TV. Yeah. Whoa. And I don't remember what the scene from the part three is, but they don't watch part two in that movie. So they watch the terror instead. Yeah. Um, okay. So we're not counting FEMA, right? <laughs> Here's the thing. The flaming appendage that she gets run through with by yeah. Kim is a result of the process of trying to bring this deity back. Yeah. So that is kind of the central threat of the movie. Okay, sure. Let's rank Is FEMA. what kills FEMA. Also because FEMA is toppest of top fucking drawers. She is hot as fuck. She is. She's a crazy monster of a person. Yeah, she she's bossy, she's manipulative, she's catty. Babe. But yeah, she's so beautiful. I mean, she's Every, octopussy. She's octopussy. She's the only woman who's been a Bond girl twice. Yeah. <laughs> so she's top drawer. Yeah, Maude Adams. Holy fucking shit. Ruin my life. <laughs> she is so hot. Jesus Christ. Im fucking impregnate me with a cockroach, baby. I don't care. <laughs> okay. uh, that's an uncomfortable scene. That's the yeah. other thing. Ricky, assault. Oh, yeah. He doesn't want to do it. It's no. not his idea. It's really But he still allows though. himself to be used that way. Well, I don't think he knows better. No, he doesn't. I'm, that's why Again, I'm very why comfortable disqualifying yeah. Ricky. So we can move on. Silent Night, I Deadly just want to talk five. about how much I love FEMA. Because FEMA's hot? She's so amazing. The scene where she's talking about her daughter and we're getting this backstory about her and why she is the way you're like, oh, I know you. You know, she's such a psycho. Yeah. She's such a monster. Like, everything she says about blaming her husband for her daughter's resentment of her. What the fuck? I just love her. I think all of her outfits are amazing. Oh, all shit, of her, her fashion like, is top-notch. Everyone in the coven. All of the women in the coven. Their, their fashion is amazing. They're just doing that, like... It's all, like, not goth casual. It's, like, Wicca casual. Yeah. It's, like, pagan casual. Well, like, New Age light. Yeah, it's like, yeah New Age light. That's a yeah. good way to put it, yeah. And it's all... The jewelry's amazing. The outfits are amazing. The dresses. And all the women are so beautiful. Mm -hmm. and there's so many amazing characters in this movie. It just brings up, there's so many characters in this movie that it's like, I want to rank them, but they don't die. Only five, six people die in this movie. Yeah. So we can't even talk about them. Nope. 
We got to move on. I have, before we move on, I have one question. Okay. What's the one character in this movie you wish had died so you could talk about how hard they are and put in them on this part list? Part four? Part four. Kim. Or Janice. Kim, I love Kim. So my answer is Janice. Yeah, Janice Alice is Beasley. fascinating. Yeah. yeah, from Moonlighting. She's and so great. And Tommyknockers. Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh my God. It's either Janice or Jane for me. Which one's Jane? The, yeah, I just saw this. She played Shiva in Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Okay. Uh, she's the one that's at the picnic with them. Oh God, yep, I love her. She's, she's so, so cute. cute. She's so cute. She's so great. I tried to say great and cute at the same time, and I said cute, and that's just not a word anyone wants to be described it as. It fits, though. Yeah, Janice or Jane. There's just so many amazing characters. Mm-hmm. And Kim, of course. Kim is, Neith, Neith Hunter is just fucking yeah. stunning. Mm-hmm. And the character's so great. Just, I love this movie. But we gotta move on. Yes. Silent Night, Deadly Night, five. The, the Toy, Toy Maker. Maker. All right. Wow. So, first person to die. I love you, die. mommy. <laughs> first person to die is Tom Quinn, the husband of the central family. He's... Okay, the first thing that he does is to pick up his son and shake him. Yeah, yeah, which is, and it turns out that's not even his son. Yeah, but he does he know but that? He, no, he doesn't know that. He de- this movie, wow, talk about complicated characters. Yeah. Because Sarah is a shitty person who did a shitty thing. Mm-hmm. But also you kind of get why. And she's not a great mom. No. But she tries. She is doing the best she can with what she has. Yeah, you see her trying, but... She entrapped this guy. <laughs> she made Tom believe that he was the father yeah. of this kid. I don't know. He's kind of hot, but yeah, you're he's, shaking a kid. You're picking up a kid hot. and shaking. And him. literally, the only thing we get of him, besides a pretty hot sex scene, actually, yeah. which they well, by lock the way, your door. By the way, this is one of four times that a child walks in on two people having sex. Yeah, there's there a are, lot of child children watching people yeah. have sex in these movies. I mean, there are six scenes of voyeurism in general. And honestly, it might be five if you count Pino as a kid. Arguable. Later on in the movie. It's, oh my God. By the way, we're just going to be spoiling a lot, I think, here. Yeah. If you haven't seen this movie, fucking watch it. It's on Shudder right now. Three, four, and five are all on Shudder. And you just watch them. Two, three, four, and five are all on Tubi for free. Yeah. Two might still be on Shutter, actually. Anyway, whatever. Just watch them. And five is one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. I think it's my favorite of the sequels. So, Tom. <laughs> Tom Quinn. Yeah, no, fuck him. He's J-Doe. He's J-Doe at best. I'm tempted to close casket him just for yelling at the kid that way. Yeah, but that's like all we get of him. I mean, yeah. maybe he would have been sweeter in a different context. Yeah, exactly. Maybe he's just... I mean, this is the context here. He has just had sex. Yeah. He's just had sex and he's still this tightly wound. That's no, a good point. You should be relaxed right now. Yeah. You should be like so. That is him zen. relaxed then. So if that's him relaxed, I don't want to see him not. And he's relaxed. yelling at his kid for opening up a present. For opening up a present, yeah. I mean, he's he's yelling at the kid. You do get that it's because he's worried about the kid because his whole thing is you don't open the door at night alone. Right. Like that's how you get murdered. But yeah, so Jado. Yeah, Jado at best. All right, then we have good old Harold. His the, death is cool. Sorry. I mean, all the deaths in this. The, are all cool. the deaths in this are so good. But then we have Harold, who I love Harold. is the owner of the motel. He's a businessman, you know? I appreciate yeah. his character. I like that he can be bought off. Like, he's he's shitty. He's trying to evict this guy. Well, like, that's not two days shitty. This guy didn't, isn't paying. Well, he's trying to pay, and he's saying, look, I can work it out. Like, there's a mistake. And I, knowing what we know about Noah, I believe that to be true. True, yeah. And it's coming up on Christmas. Harold, have a heart. 
Yeah. Just give it a day. Don't kick him out now. You're making more work for yourself, my friend. But then he's bought off with he's a toy. He's bought off by a toy, which is immediately, I love you again, Harold. That's great. But also, it's a toy larva. It's Larry, <laughs> Larry the, the larva. larva. Which is, again, in this world, Silent Night, Deadly Night 4 is a movie that exists. And I'm assuming Larry the Larva is supposed to be the larva from Silent Night, Deadly Night 4. I didn't think about that, but yeah, that makes sense. That Clint Howard pulls out of the, you know, whatever the thing on the roof is. So, so. where I feel Harold's a Jado. Yeah, Harold's a Jado. His mustache is crazy. Yeah, it's his, all over his the His mustache place. is top drawer, but himself, yeah. Jado. Yeah. I'd we'll bury them separately. Here's one thing I love about him is that when he's driving the car, he's not listening to music. He's humming to himself. Mm-hmm. That's what he does when he drives his car. I'm assuming his tape deck is broken and he's just like, well, I got to make music myself now. I love that. I love, I love that he loves the toy. I love that he yeah. just gets a kick out Blame of the toy. Everything. It's cute. He's a J-Do plus, okay, maybe. Okay, fine. J-Do plus. I mean, normally I'm like, fuck him. He's trying to evict somebody, but Harold's got a great vest. So, Buck. He looks like Jim Brewer. Oh my God, he does right? look like Jim Brewer. Which is like a not a good thing. <laughs> I mean... Young Jim, like pre-COVID maniac Jim Brewer, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. He's got a nice ass. He really does. He's Again, got a great th- these ass. These movies yeah. have a lot of great asses. Yeah. You hate him. He's another, he's like a lot of characters in these in four and five where like your first impression of him is not great. He's bullying this kid. Yeah. He's like a shithead. I love that he says, I eat kids like you for breakfast. That's, That's why, why my shit, shit smells, smells so, so bad. bad. <laughs> Which is such a weird thing to say. Especially when you're like with a teen, you're... I, are they teenagers or are they young? Are they like in it's their early 20s? I don't know. He, she looks like she could be a teenager. He looks like he's in his 20s. Yeah. He looks like he's he's shouldn't be dating her. Yeah. But it's, yeah, it's weird. It's hard to say. It's a weird thing to say. Because to they also girlfriend. know this kid outside. You first meet them with no context. It's not till much later that you learn, oh, she's his babysitter and he's her boyfriend. And that's how they all know each other. It's Lonnie. From, <laughs> from part four. four. Conan y- Yuzna. Brian Usna's son, yep. which is the second example of a director's nepotism in this series. Mm-hmm. Monty Hellman's daughter was in part three. Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot to say about Buck. You hate him at first, and then you start to warm up to him. And he's also hot. Yeah, he's kind of hot. He's also really into ass play, which I like. <laughs> when like, that when well, that toy hand is is moving itself around, he's like trying to coax it to yeah, his asshole. Yeah, but he's like at first, it's like it's just grabbing his butt, and mm-hmm. he's like. You've never touched me like that before. And it's kind of like, she's never grabbed your butt. What are you guys doing? Yeah. Right? Yeah. But then then it starts to move away. And he's like, like no, no, no go, go the other way. Go the other way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that scene is fun. And also, this is a sex scene that's being intercut with another sex scene. <laughs> and during this sex scene, two different characters come in and, and watch. Oh, yeah. Because it's what we find out later is Pino yeah. is watching disguised as his father joe petto and then derek comes in and watches it's so fucking weird second sex that derek has had to witness and i i mean i don't know she doesn't die the babysitter doesn't die so we don't have to talk about her um so buck i feel like borderline jado plus top drawer top drawer or jado plus i can't decide it's hard to say because he's kind of a shithead when lonnie comes flying in on the rocket skates he throws her. He throws his girlfriend to like protect himself. He just like chucks her. It's <laughs> fucked up. And he, he does do that thing where he's saying, I still think it's so weird that he's like, 
That's why my shit smells so bad. And he like looks right at her and smiles. Like, <laughs> right? My shit smells bad. What are you doing, man? This is how you talk to somebody you're fucking when you're this age. But still, he's hot. And his death is so great. That scene is amazing. Yeah, all these toys coming at him. Oh, God. And it's like, it's like a, the violence in it is so fucking like, ugh. Like, you really get to see, like, no, the human body, it takes a lot yeah. Yeah, of they punishment. Get, they get beat up. Yeah. Top drawer? <sighs> I want to say J-Doe. J-Doe? Yeah. Okay. But like a J-Doe plus. Yeah, J-Doe plus. All right. Okay, Joe is a psychopath and an alcoholic. Yeah, and a major alcoholic. He's a monster. And, and Mickey, abusive. And he's abusive. And I'm still never sure, I'm never quite clear who was all is responsible for what between him and Pino. I think, I thought it was all Pino. It was all Pino? Yeah. Joe still sucks, though. I mean, Joe, yeah, close cast. Like, it's Mickey Rooney, and here's the thing. I still, I do believe that young Mickey Rooney was hot. Like, if you ever watch the Twilight Zone episode, Last Night of a Jockey, Mickey Rooney's incredible in that. And he's also kind of hot. But, yeah, no, he's close casket here. Yeah, he sucks. It doesn't... And even if we were to count Pino, he's not human. Yeah, Pino doesn't count. I mean, again, we get into the AI thing here. Yeah. Where it's like, does Data count from Star Trek? Data for sure counts. So then, does Pino count too? Is, I mean, Pino might be less sophisticated, but he still has self-awareness. Yeah, but it's... Uh, I mean, it's totally fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> like, I love you, mommy. I love you, mommy. God, like, that... That, that actor's performance, though, too, is incredible. so fascinating. It's so interesting. He's amazing in it. I love it. Yeah. There's a lot to... Again, this is another movie where it's like, a lot of people don't die. Yeah. Very few people die. And I don't know. I like that about it, but really quick. Uh-huh. What's your read on Sarah and Noah? Because I love them. What do you mean? What's my read on them? Like, what do you do? You root for them? Do you want them to work as a couple? Do you think they're a good? Do you like them as people? Yes. Okay. Like, so first of all, they're both very hot. They're both very hot. And I feel like Sarah has made some mistakes in her life. I think she understands mm-hmm. them. I think Noah's made some mistakes. Oh, and Noah I think for he sure understands yeah. them. I think that they have the capacity to build a solid relationship. And they're both kind of dumb. Yeah, they like both they are both do dumb. stupid, reckless things. And you're just like, yeah, but you're pretty. So be together, you pig dummies. And I love the kid. I love Derek. <laughs> I think that kid is given a great performance in this movie. I really do. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I really do. Like, Because child actors, like, usually they're not very good. I just think this kid's good. I think he's, you know, I think he was well-directed probably is what it comes down to. I do. I do appreciate his performance. I think he's doing a lot with very little considering yeah. he's mute ha- the majority of the film. Yeah. Okay, sorry. I, I it's just four and five. I know, I know, I know. We said we just like speed ahead because very few people die. But just I love both of these. I mean, movies they're both fantastic so movies, but we're not here to talk. We're about not here the to movies. talk about them. We are here to talk about who dies in them. Speaking Which of, brings us to Silent Night 2012, oh the movie God. that we wish we hadn't watched, Fuck this and 17 fucking, fucking people die in this movie. 17. And yeah. I do not want to give this the attention that we've given any of the still other. Still doesn't feel like enough. There are still characters in this movie that I wish had died, like all of them. Yeah, maybe Why not all everybody? Of them. Yeah, the whole town. I don't want. We're not going to get into the whole thing. I. We think we made it clear we're not fans of this movie. I there's some things in it that I like, but man. I don't want to get into it right now. So then let's just burn through this list. Yeah, let's just do it. Deputy Kevin Jordan, he's hot. He's really? so fucking hot. I will say, this: if we're, these, these are all going to be colored by their relationships, and everyone in this movie hates everyone else in this movie. Yeah. None of these people like each other. 
So it's also difficult to be like, even the people that don't know each other instantly dislike each other. Yeah. So, okay. Sorry. Deputy Kevin Jordan. He is hot. He's very hot. He's very hot. He might be one of the few people I'd want in the top He's, You know what he is? He's not very hot. He's hot in a very standard way. He is CW hot. He is CW hot. Yeah. You're very right about that. But also like, I don't know. I'm kind of like nostalgic for CW hot now. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I'm never going to turn down CW hot. CW hot is still hotter than, you know, reality hot. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, that's the thing. Like reality hot is more hot to me because Because it's real. real, Yeah. You know, and there's something more interesting about it. CW hot. The thing is, it's not that interesting. It's just like, oh, you're perfect. Whatever. But he's still very hot. Yeah. So. So does he tap drawer? He's a fucking cop. And he's a cheater. And he's a cheater. And he's shitty enough that his coworkers all just assume he left. Yeah, right. Like they wouldn't put it past him like, just as a cop to just abandon his post. Yeah, they're just like, oh, he left without saying anything. And it's just like, what? So J Doe. So J Doe. Yeah. You know, stop being a cop and let's talk, Kevin. <laughs> so the Marward girl is a girl so she's disqualified she's a child but you know respect to this movie for killing the shit out of a kid right away (laughs) right really harshly yeah and she's a shitty kid too yeah she's super shitty and then she immediately dies yeah and her mother is lisa marie (laughs) (laughs) okay alana roach we don't know anything about who is that that's the woman that was cheating oh with with kevin jordan we don't even know what she looks like without duct tape on her face no so she's just qualified and she, when we see her again she's in pieces so <laughs> that's gross so, yeah. i'm not gonna rank pieces give me a whole person you know and then i'll rank them okay if don't all set... i know of you is pieces i mean if all you know but yeah. like let's not set the precedent that if somebody's in pieces we don't get to rank no them. No, no, no no god no no <laughs> i would never <laughs> okay so goldie goldie willis this is the character that i want the movie to be about <laughs> this is you the know... character that i'm like this is who we need more of, and this is the one that we get nothing of. You know who she looks like? Who? She looks like if Jamie Lee Curtis and True Lies took steroids. <laughs> she looks like a buff JLC. Oh yeah, she looks like if Jamie Lee Curtis was doing like a Nicole Kidman in Destroyer kind of thing, and just like or oh, or Charlize yeah, yeah. Theron in Monster, and yeah. just like I'm just gonna play a really rough woman that's seen a lot of shit, and is she's a pornographer? Yeah. Is she, what's her relationship to Frank? Are they business partners only? Are they romantic partners? Are they I get the friends? sense that she's just a hired hand. Yeah. She's the photographer. Yeah, she's she's the photographer. Yeah. But like they're in business together, right? Or she, he just, she just hired, he just think, hires her. Yeah. Because she doesn't really, she doesn't seem to have much pull on set. No. But she's into it. Yeah. She likes what she's doing. Yeah, she's fine with that. You know, that's more than a job to her. She wants to see these women naked. Porn, drugs. When did yeah. this town become so sleazy? <laughs> that's the other thing. This movie, okay, this movie is so fucking reactionary and right-wing, it's disgusting. Yeah. But is it trying to, like, say that Frank and Goldie were also, like, underworld figures in this town? That they were, like, drug dealers, too? I mean, there is cocaine on the table. Yeah, but they got it from uh, they got it Mr. From- Snow. <laughs> No. Who is also Santa. Oh my God. One Fuck of the Santas. Movie. Fuck this movie. Okay, so Goldie, what do you... J-Do. She's a J-Do. I hate to say that. I, you know what? Goldie's cold storage. Oh my God, fine. Goldie's fine. fucking cold storage because she's the woman... I want to know so much more about her. Frank, fuck you, J-Do. J-Do for Frank? Yeah, he's got a goatee. 
Yeah, he's sleazy, and he's, but he's also not terrible enough. To we get, don't know, you know, yeah. he we don't know if he's like exploiting these women a lot. He probably is. He almost definitely is. But I don't know. I don't feel right close casketing him just yet. You know? Yeah, I would argue Maria gets top drawer. I think she's so Maria hot. Maria is so hot. And she really does put effort into getting away. She's dumb. And here's the thing. Maria's not CW hot. She's she's interesting. She's mid aughts porn hot. <laughs> like she's yeah. which is hotter than CW hot, I in my opinion. Yeah, oh for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, she's also like kind of scene, she's like a scene chick kind mm-hmm. of. Like she's got that tattoo that says float upon sturdy wings, <laughs> which that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard, and I love it. <laughs> Maria, I love you. Her yeah. underwear's cute. Maria's top drawer. She's top drawer. For sure. And and she really does put some effort into getting away from the killer. Also, you know? this movie kind of hates her. For sure, it wants us to judge so her. So fuck this movie. I'm with Maria. Yeah. Hashtag Maria's side. <laughs> okay. She's another character I definitely want more of. For sure. Reverend uh, Madeley... Oh close my casket. god, close casket. Th- this I mean this movie for sure wants us to hate him, it, but he is the sleaziest. Yeah, guy. he's such a scumbag. He sucks so bad. Yeah. His the actor's performance when he's giving that sermon is pretty fun. Yeah. It's a fun performance, but he's yeah, fuck him. It's close casket. Jane Jones. It's a flashback. It's you a know flashback. literally we, nothing about her. We just her. know that she's a cheater, but we don't know what her reasons are, so Yeah, so she's disqualified. Disqualified. I the mayor is so boring. I mean, he does some shitty things. He does some good things. Yeah. But none of them are really matter. They don't yeah, matter. Yeah. It's like the movie doesn't hate him, but I do. Yeah. I mean, I'm always a fan of the character that sneaks his smoke. You know? <laughs> that's all he has going for him. That's all he's got going for him. He's a closed casket. No, he's... He's Jado. He's a Jado. Yeah. Or disqualified. One of the two who gives a shit. What about Tiffany? Do you think she's top drawer? <sighs> so, Tiffany parties. She is a partier. And I instantly just love a party character and especially one that like she, the this is another case where the movie wants you to not like her. Yeah. They want you to think, Oh, she's just a vapid drug using porn actress piece of shit or whatever. Mm-hmm. She's an environmentalist. Mm-hmm. She like calls out her dad for being a shitty, you know, mayor. And I, I just, like her. I like her. She's fuck it. Tiffany's top drawer. Yeah. And she's hot as hell. And she's wearing a cute Santa outfit. Yeah. That fits her perfectly. Yeah. I mean, it is interesting, though. It's always weird to me when there's a character that's like, she's like blowing him. And then she's like, oh, let me give you a surprise. And then goes to like take off her Santa outfit and admittedly reveals some great lingerie. Mm-hmm. But like the blow, you were, the, the, who cares about a surprise? You're already doing the thing that he wanted. I don't know. It's just funny to me. The, like the whole, that geography of that scene is weird. She like leaves, goes into another room, and then yeah, it's, he gets it's killed. Very and she poorly it's poorly yeah. staged. It's awkward. It's like, it's forced. It's forced. Yeah. And so how about Dennis? Fuck him. He like pranks her. Yeah. It's like, dude, she was going to fuck you and you're pranking her. What are you doing? (laughs) Right. Yeah. He's also a shithead to his grandfather. Oh yeah, that's right. He is. You know, the grandfather who is the one of, well, that's the other thing. Tiffany's death is the Linnea Quigley kill. Yep. She gets, uh, she gets shoved on a, impaled on the antlers. Yep. So that, that and, Dennis's grandfather's like speech about running from Santa Claus are like the two things that are like, oh, that's the connective tissue to yep. the original Silent Night. And that's Night. it. And that's it. So I think Dennis is closed casket. I like his I like his head getting really? split. I would say J Doe. I don't think he's that bad. Yeah, you're right. He's not that bad. J Doe. 
All right. Well, I mean, okay, so Stein Carson is shot in the head by Audrey. Again, the police, so the police in this series are a, are a significant threat. Yes. So I think he counts, but he still... Oh, you, he sucks, you know? He's a piece of shit, yeah. He's closed casket. He says sure, that yeah. awful thing to her. And I look, I don't like Audrey. No, she's terrible. She's terrible. I mean, everybody in this movie Everybody in this movie sucks. Except for Tiffany, Maria, and, and I don't know, Goldie. <laughs> That's it. Everybody else is terrible. But he says that awful thing to her about, I'm going to get some girl so fucked up, she's not going to know I'm fucking her in the ass. And it's like, yeah. that's rape. That's assault. He's like, super gross. No, so he's close casket. He's a bad person. I think we can close casket Deputy deputy Giles, too. <laughs> hey, Cab! Because he sucks. I, you know, I think he's kind of cute. He's dumb. He's so dumb. He is so dumb. He's, he is kind of cute, He's kind of cute, and you, you want to like him, but he never really gets there to be likable and I don't know. Yeah. He says inappropriate things and also just fucking a cab, whatever. He's a cop. I don't give a shit. You got to go a long way to be attracted to me as a cop. You got to be Kevin Jordan. You got to be officer Papas. You got to be CW hot or officer Papas hot. (laughs) Okay. So then we have Sheriff James Cooper. Who's also fuck that guy. Piece of shit. He is so dumb. He's dumb and he's stupid. And the thing is, is the movie's like making fun of him. But Malcolm McDowell's performance, you need to cast somebody else. Yeah. Because he's, you can't read it. It doesn't make any sense. I don't, li- I don't, yeah, no. And he's a shitty person. Yeah, he, the thing he says at the first, your introduction to this character is Audrey, our lead, being like, oh, I'm still broken up about my husband being dead. I don't know if I can come in today. And him just being like, fuck you, come in. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, what a shit is. He says so many shitty things the whole yeah. movie. Oh, God. So we get Audrey's dad, Hank, which is ex-cop, A-cab. That's what I say about him. Yeah. He looks like C.W. Rob Reiner. <laughs> he does. He was also like instructing his daughter to kill people. Yeah. He's, and he doesn't even really listen to her. No. he's Yeah, he's garbage. Uh, I'd say J. Doe for him, though. Really? He's at least retired, and he's he tries to be sweet. He dresses up like Santa. Yeah. Okay. J. Doe. Jim Epstein. Oh this guy God. sucks so Don't bad. Don't all log. What a fucking exhausting character. This Jim Epstein. Ugh. It's like this is what this movie thinks leftists are or something. It's so weird. It's so weird. This character just has, is not grounded in anything. No. And the shit that comes out of his mouth, none of it makes any sense. But it's no. all, it all thinks it's really smart. It, exactly. It's like a dumb person using words they don't understand. Yeah. Everything that comes out of his mouth, the way he talks... It's like he doesn't understand the words he's saying and how they go together. Right. It's exhausting. Every time he's on screen, I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's just, it's not, it's not fun enough, no. you know, or interesting enough to like, it's not like Eric Freeman, you know, whatever. It's just, a, yeah. Fuck him. It's close cast. So for sure, close cast. Close cast. Because he's also gross and says gross things. For sure. And he's also dumb. Like he's the one that when the police station is on fire and the sprinkler system turns on. He says, what's with the fucking rain? It's called a fire. Who, what? Yeah. <laughs> How would you not know what a sprinkler system turning on means? Uh, he you sucks. Fucking idiot. He sucks. He is the one though that talks about national suck my dick week. Right? Yeah. <laughs> national suck my dick week. <laughs> that is kind of fun because yeah. he does it in his whole speech about the commercialism of holidays or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. That is, that's right. National Suck My Dick Week or dick, Suck My Dick Day, whatever he says. It's fun. But fuck him, whatever. He's yeah, a piece of shit. Basket. I don't care. It's, it's, he's in Silent Night 2012. Yeah. There's only a handful of characters in this movie that I like. And one of them 
who would be top drawer but doesn't die, Brenda. Who's Brenda? The receptionist at the police station that fucking goes and hides. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The she's one great. smart one. Mm-hmm. And then. And then, of course, the is that a gun lady? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Stops Audrey yeah. in the Santa Parade. Oh my God, this is so great. So Audrey's running through the middle of a parade holding a gun, <laughs> trying to chase a Santa in a sea of Santas. And some random lady comes out in front of her, blocks her way just to say, Is that, is that a that gun? A gun? <laughs> I've never seen one before. Is that what they look like? That's not what I've heard she about them. She doesn't say all that, but that's no. the implication <laughs> for the that way that she says, Is the that way, a gun? The way that she says, She's not even scared. No. She literally runs in front of her. She runs in front of her. Is that a gun? Is that a gun? (laughs) That's cool. I like guns. So fucking weird. This movie. And then Ron Sr., it's a flashback. It's a flashback. We don't know anything about him. Disqualified. So what are we looking at here? Okay, so we have walked away from six Silent Night, Deadly Night movies with only 13 people in the top drawer. This is going to be so easy. Is it? Yeah. We're doing a top 10. We are not doing a top 13. Oh, come on. So <laughs> Let's just do top 13. Call it good. <laughs> no, let's just let's just eliminate the three people on this list we feel are least deserving of it. Okay. Uh, I feel like this is where Granny Anderson says goodbye. Oh, really? Yeah. See, I would cut I would cut Jennifer or Jerry before Granny Anderson. Fuck you. <laughs> Jennifer and Jerry you would cut? Either one, not both. One of them's got to stay. I feel like both of them are above Granny Anderson. Really? Yes. None of them are going to make all those snacks for you. (laughs) You know? Neither of them are going to make all those snacks for you. Jennifer and Jerry. I feel like Jennifer and Jerry are top five for me. Really? Yes. I think one of them's got to go. You're saying Jerry and Jennifer go before Maria and Tiffany. Mm, Look, you have a point there. But Tiffany does say, I'm going to lighten Santa's sack before blowing her boyfriend. That is pretty great. Which is an amazing thing to say. All right. If I had to get rid of three from this list, it would. you're going to hate me. I know what it is. It's Can I guess? Yeah. Craig, Granny Anderson, and Chris or Hank? Hank. Hank? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Craig, Granny Anderson, and Hank. Okay. So, fuck. You know, maybe we should do top down with this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like that's going to be easier. Yeah. Because then it's just like by process of elimination. Yeah. So I feel at the top is Denise. Uh, actually, no. Top is Billy. Billy. I, it's Billy or Denise. I feel like it's Billy's Billy. number one. It's Billy. It's, yeah. it's It was always Billy. Come it on. Was, it was always It was Billy. always Billy. As soon as you said he, you wanted to include him, I was like, well, then he wins. Yeah. And then, but then it's Denise. It's easily number Denise. Two. Just right away. I can't believe we have a Quigley below number one, but. I mean, we didn't, we never said that a Linnea would always be. Number one, we said she would always be in top 10. Okay. So, all right. So we got Billy, Denise. See, here's where I would argue for Jennifer. Really? Yeah. I would take Billy, Denise, man, I think we have just two very different lists in our heads. Yeah. Because I'm thinking Pamela can go before Chris or Hank. I'm like, I'm going to fight for Granny Anderson to be in top 10. I really hate you. (laughs) You know who should be number three? Is FEMA. She's Fema, octopusy. Famous three. Famous three. You're right. I don't know why we were. Yeah. That's the obvious choice there. And then I take Jerry over Jennifer. And I think I take Hank over Chris. The thing for me about Jerry and Jennifer is I feel like they're very close. They are. And I think that you get more of Jerry, though. Because Jennifer, all you really see of her is that she's kind of sweet. Okay. You know? So are you saying- And of course she's so hot because it's who it is. Yeah. But So are you saying Jerry in fourth place? 
Yeah. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Yep. I agree. Yeah. I don't put Jennifer much lower than that, though. Really? Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, she is so hot. Who would you who, who would you say is above Jennifer? I would put Hank or Chris above Jennifer, maybe Tiffany. I would believe Chris. I'd put Chris above Jennifer. Okay, so is Chris five? Chris is five. We let's cut Craig. Okay, we can Craig, cut Craig. Craig can go. Okay. I, he's still, I think, my favorite character in that entire movie, but he can go. So Chris is five. I would be fine with that. And then Jennifer. And then Jennifer. Oh my god! I, I, and then this and is then the Tiffany. Thing. This is the yeah. It's like it's either Maria or Tiffany. Between the two of them, we know more about Tiffany. Yeah. For all we know, she has a tattoo that says "float upon." No, she doesn't. We would have seen it. Yeah, we would have uh, seen it. <laughs> but I'm I, I like Tiffany in number seven, seventh place. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then I'm fine cutting Maria. If we have Tiffany, we have someone from Silent Night 2012, and yeah, we, we don't, don't need, need anyone. Two. We don't need more than one. You're right. And Maria, you know, look, Maria's hot. She's okay. She's I hot. love her. But yeah, I'm fine cutting her. Tiffany says I'm gonna lighten Satin's sack, <laughs> and that's that puts her on this list on its own. Then I think Tommy. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine with Tommy here. Okay, that's seven. We have two more slots open and three people. Oh, so we're at eight. Okay, so spots nine and ten left are Pamela, Granny Anderson, and Hank. Oh my God. Come on, Hank and Pamela win over Granny Anderson. <laughs> I think I think Granny Anderson over Pamela. <laughs> you know what? Pamela does take it, and it's because she's in Billy's sex dream. Okay, what about this? Pamela's number nine. Hank doesn't rank, and Granny Anderson gets ten. <laughs> Hank doesn't rank just because it rhymes doesn't mean it's what we're gonna do. I don't know. I do. I just. I do think Hank is really hot, and we get a sex scene with him. Yeah. I say that I think Granny Anderson is hot, and I mean that. Like, I do think she's attractive. I believe you. But I'm also not sure I want to see her in a sex scene. And that's part of the whole thing, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> so Hank is number 10. Hank is number 10. So we've... Okay. Honorable mention Granny Anderson. Uh, well, okay. So here's the, the final rankings. Yeah, okay. The honorable mentions are Craig from 3. The, uh, the dirty talk at the gas station. Yep. Maria from Silent Night 2012. And Granny Anderson... From three. Three. And in our top 10 at number 10 is Hank. <laughs> Nine, Pamela. Eight, Tommy. Seven, Tiffany. Six, Jennifer. Five, Chris. Four, Jerry. Three, Fema. Two, Denise. And one, Billy Chapman. Can I just say, I think I might be misspeaking. But I think only one of the characters in our top 10 does not have some sort of intimacy scene. And it's FEMA. Billy, she, Billy has his sex dream. Oh, where the he's sex naked dream. Okay, with, yeah. With, yep, yeah. That's right. Okay. And I, Chris gets in the bathtub with Jerry. Jerry, yeah. Denise, obviously. Does Jennifer... Jennifer has a sex scene with Ricky. Yes, yes, they do. Because yeah. he has the old hover hand. Yeah. He, he's like not <laughs> touching her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. I'm happy with these rankings. It's a solid top 10. It's got the obvious top two, you know, and I think that there's room for debate under the top two. No, FEMA's pretty much dead on three. You can't put Maud Adams outside of the number three spot. So yeah, pretty definitive. I think we can call it a night. Yeah, well, I was going to- A silent night. Oh my God. A deadly night. (laughs) I'll give you a silent but deadly night. (laughs) I was going to do a fuck, marry, kill, but it's the most obvious fuck, marry, kill 
imaginable. Every fuck Mary kill I could come up with with these this series is, was obvious. It's so obvious, but it would be like and I, I can't ima- look if you disagree with this, I want to hear about it. Somebody's going to disagree. If somebody with listening it. disagrees with this, I want to hear about it. But it's I think objectively the fuck Mary kill of the first three movies of Billy, Ricky and Ricky is fuck part 2 Ricky, yeah. marry part 1 Billy, yeah. kill part 3 Ricky. Yeah. And it's, that's hands down how it goes. And if you disagree with this, I want to know. I want to know. And I want to know who why. you are. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You ready to call it? Yeah. Well, good work, Andy. I'm proud of us. There are five dead Santas in this series. <laughs> Any other statistics you need to get off your chest? There are 10 bad dreams. Okay. Yeah, that's all. Four killer Santas. I think that's all I got. All right, Andy. Bye. Good luck. Bye. Good luck. Two ball in the corner pocket. <laughs> Say it again. Two ball in the corner pocket. <laughs> Naughty. Punish. Moo. <laughs> this party's fucking dead. <laughs>